Today, we have Maria Knuth in front of this camera and in front of the microphones. And I would just like to do a Q&A about who is Maria Knuth. Maria is a consecrated woman of Brigham Christie. And they see us always up there giving talks or organizing camps or retreats and giving spiritual direction and things. And But a lot of people usually don't know who is Maria. This could be scary, Father. <laughs> so it's for her to be known, right? To get to get to know in a deeper way who she is. And I hope you do care about this because I do. And I'd like people to get to know who you are. Especially Thanks, all our Louisiana people and people who've known you throughout the years. Uh, Maria has been very involved with youth ministry, ESOID work um, in Regan Christie for years. Um, so yeah, I think it helps a lot when people see kind of just that we are normal people that have been called by Christ to follow him in a special way. So she didn't know what she got herself into today. I, so I don't think I did. But, you know, part of it is just being, let's, you know, be open for the adventure. Yes. And I got my coffee. We got a fruit basket. This is great. And if she doesn't like this, she can throw fruit at me. So it's okay. All right. So, Maria. Yes, Father. First question. So who are you? Um, where are you from? And kind of your family of origin. Awesome. So I am originally from northern Minnesota. So oh, that's far north. It is. It's not too far from where the Mississippi River starts. So uh, I grew up kind of the area of that area of Minnesota is like lakes and trees. It's mm-hmm. a very beautiful area. Pine trees and glacier lakes. Very cold. Lots of snow. Mm-hmm. Um, but kind of out in the middle of nowhere. So... Yeah, God can call anyone. Yeah, sure. I'm from and, the Philippines, so it's like total opposite. Yeah, I very was like different. Flip flops and shorts, my whole life basically. Yeah, I was in like um, snow pants, jackets, <laughs> and cover yourself completely because it's like it's all, forty below zero. You it's know, like, hey, I'm Maria. That was kind of the way it was, but it's fun. Anyway, okay. um, and I'm the middle of five kids. Okay. Very Catholic family. Uh, the oldest is a boy and then all girls. So oh, really? um, my brother was went to the Legionary Seminary for a while. Oh. He discerned out, but he did discern with the Legion for a time. So it was a lot of girls. I always felt like little women. Or <laughs> <laughs> my dad would be like, you know, blessed among women because he'd be the only That's guy true. around most of the time. Um, and then right now, I mean, all of my siblings, we all discerned our vocation. Uh, so my older brother with the Legion, my older sister with the consecrated, she's now married, has kids. Then it's me. Then my sister right under me is a Dominican sister. So she's Hmm. a Nashville Dominican sisters, Dominican sisters of St. Cecilia. And then my youngest sister discerned with us, the consecrated and then with the Carmelites, but also is married and has three kids. So, wow. There you go. So you have, you have six nieces and nephews, six nieces and nephews. Wow. It must be fun. It is fun. Aunt duty like, is the best duty. Aunt duty's the best duty. Mm-hmm. I'm an uncle to three nieces. I'm waiting for the boys to, to show up, but that's all I got. Yeah. They're great. They're wonderful. wonderful. Have fun with those. Have fun. They're fun. Well, thank you. That's nice. Yeah. Five five kids. Middle. Middle child. I'm a middle child too. I do child have middle child syndrome. Yeah. But it's okay. It's okay. They're Keep the everybody together too. God calls a lot of middle children. I don't know why. Because we're cool, <laughs> <laughs> or we're uh, or we're, weird. we're in need of more mercy. Also that, than, uh, also that, a lot. So, okay, 
A great upbringing, great. So the first is what is what what was if you can remember what is your first ever like deep experience of of our Lord, you know, a memorable like young youth experience of Christ. Okay, the one that comes to my mind first of all was when I was like probably ten, and I went to this summer camp with some Franciscans, mm. and kind of random but i stayed with them like an extra day so i stayed they had like a chapel in their convent and i stayed just in my little sleeping bag on the floor (laughs) which probably can't do that nowadays i don't know anyway but back Uh, then back then (laughs) um but i remember falling asleep like little girl little maria you know cuddled in my little sleeping bag and the chapel doors were like a little bit open and I could see the little red sanctuary light mm. saying that Jesus in the Eucharist was there. And I just had this experience of like Jesus being there, that he was a real person and um, that we were friends. <laughs> and it's not, I don't even remember exactly if we like said anything. It was more like that sense, kind of like almost like a safe space to like fall asleep and just kind of looking through the crack and being like, Jesus is there. And he's got my back. So that's kind of one of my, like one of one of our like conscious memories of uh, friendship, kind of mm. like a growing friendship with Jesus. That's wonderful. Wow. I, sorry, you're, you're talking. I was just remembering even my own childhood. We have those just simple realizations as a kid of who Christ is. Yeah. That, that mark you for life. You know, and he's your, he's now your spouse, you know, he is best one. Yeah. So, um, okay. That's good. That's good. When when was the first time you met, um, Regan Christie or or the consecrated? I met the legionaries first because of my brother kind of discerning his own vocation. So I think I met them when I was 11 ish. And I think I met the consecrated around that time as well. When I met the consecrated, I was kind of like, they're associated with the thing my brother's doing, you know, <laughs> in a little 11 year old brain. And, but my first impression of the consecrated when I met them was these women really love Jesus and they're doing something about it <laughs> and they're happy, you know? So that was like my first impression of the consecrated. And that was like 11, 12. Oh, wow. Okay. And weren't you like one of the first ECYD missionaries? You were the first. Here in the, US, in the U.S., I was. So I think the EZYD missionaries started in Mexico in 1996. Now I'm giving you my age. No. <laughs> in 1997. So in 1997, I gave my summer as an EZYD missionary. And I was one of the first three in the United States to do that. No way. Who are the other two? Is it? Two other pop, young women other... from Indiana. Okay. And I was from Minnesota. So we were kind of wow. Midwest girls. And how was that experience? Oh, was a life-changing experience. And that sounds so cliche, Father, but probably if you kind of would do like a map of your life, key moments, Mm -hmm. that was a key summer for me. Not really. Principally because of how it developed my relationship with Jesus Mm. and my own personal growth, I think. I I just learned a lot. I grew a lot from the experience. Okay. And I think Jesus kind of made it a little more clear that he was calling me. But... That's awesome. That's like part of it. But I think just in and of itself, the experience was, I just grew a ton from the experience. Yeah. Were you always kind of that adventurous type of personality? Or yeah. sorry, I'm assuming that she was because 
you just went all the way to Mexico for, or maybe not. I didn't go to Mexico. I went to Rhode Island for my missionary. Oh, summer. sorry. I thought you went. Okay. Yeah. Why am I so I was, Mexico? but Rhode Island sorry. was like halfway across it's the country. It's almost like going to Mexico. And Canada. I went to Canada, which is almost it's like Canada. going to Mexico. That's yeah. like, you know, its own jungle. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Sorry. Love sorry. Canada. True North. <laughs> Actually, I'm practically Canadian because it's just a few hours away. But anyway. That's true. I do but love yeah. Canada. Point being is that, yeah, I think I'm a person I always like as a challenge. Okay. And I feel like Jesus always kind of like knew that, kind of works with me on that. So it is a little adventurous. I think I like the challenge. I think I like to try to figure things out. Um, Independent. Um, yeah, I like to figure things out. Uh, and I like to work with people too. But I am a hard worker and I'm, you know, it's not like I'm like, oh, I don't know how to do this or... yeah. I push myself out of my comfort zone. Yeah. It's not necessarily because I'm always like, oh, I love to do that. It's just like, do we need to do that? Do I feel called to do that? Let's do it. Yeah, naturally. It's been a joy to work with Maria for years. Um, I tell people this, that when I was in Rome as a theologian and I was working in the ESOID <laughs> general office and I had to like do Brother a lot of, Jaime got an earful brother. from me. <laughs> I was, this was in 2016. <clears throat> so like seven years ago, almost eight. Um, I had to kind of follow up how work in the U.S. was going um, from Rome. And at one point, I told Maria, you know, it, it would be so wild if we worked together in the same city eventually. And, and look, look at look. us. Look at us. <laughs> We've been having a good time. Yeah. I mean, she just leads. I just follow. I'm just kidding. No, no, no. 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 We, we collaborate. Yeah. We work together. Good. Yeah, I love the whole thing of like you, you have your, I mean, you have your own lanes of work, but then like, you know, that someone is, is actually working on that lane that's actually right next to yours and you can ask for help and support and collaborate whenever, yeah. whenever you She's need beautiful. to. So you're not alone. We're not alone. Okay. All right. Fun questions. Fun questions. One, what is Maria Canoe's favorite dessert? Favorite dessert? Ooh, that's. If it was your birthday, if it was your birthday and someone asked you, hey, Maria, what do you want for your dessert? I would say something like, um, like key lime pie or mm. take tiramisu. notes. Tiramisu. Tiramisu. Everyone, take note. <laughs> no, I'm going to get like, whoa. A lot of tiramisu <laughs> from Maria for her birthday, which is on March 6th. March 6th. Mm. I knew it was starts with an M. <laughs> March Maria, 6th. March, you know, kind of goes. So, yeah. what's your birthday? March 6th. March 6th. <laughs> okay. There you go. You All right. Start. What what is your um if you had a favorite song to pray to, what would it be? I feel like different songs change for me, but this isn't just because it's Father Jaime. I do like a lot of the RC Music Collector songs. I was waiting. I was waiting for that answer. I think one of my favorite ones is Heart like his. Northern Heart like his. Yeah. <laughs> that one. That one. No other heart. Listen to that. Yeah. Okay. What is your favorite, um, one of your favorite um, gospel passages? Again, kind of depends on the moment, you know, which oh. ones I'm praying with. But let's say I really have appreciated in the past year or so, John 2, which is the mm. wedding at Canaan. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Learn a lot from Mary in that passage. Well, you got to do whatever he tells you. You do. Yeah. And you got to be, you know, be willing to just have that type of trust like Mary. You know, I kind of imagine she goes up to Jesus and being like, 
they have no line. That is and true. And then walks away because she knows he'll take care of it. Oh. That's a oh, that's a whole like hours of meditation there. Yes. A different type of surrender that's not just abandonment, but like almost like indifference. Like God's gonna take care of it. Anyway. Yeah. Good. Okay. Um what is um that one thing you cannot leave home without? Like in your pocket, on your purse, or whatever. Cell phone. <laughs> my calendar's in there. My my you know, life. My life. No, that's like leaving. I never leave without okay, it. Okay, what? You, but you know something else I have in my purse? What? A map of New Orleans. You have a map of New Orleans. Yeah, I love maps. You love maps. I love maps. That's so, so funny. And I okay. love to be able to like see. How, I like to see. So I so, carry so not, along a map. So not even not even your phone map. You just have no. A map. I just have a real paper map. That's so funny. So for her birthday, aside from the tiramisu, <laughs> you could give her maps of the world. <laughs> what is one secret talent that people may or may not know that you have aside from being? Uh, a saint in the making. As long as we don't actually video this, I can juggle apples and eat them at the same time. Nope, we don't have any. No. <laughs> <laughs> when did you learn that? Uh, when I was in, when I was a teenager. That's so funny. Okay. Yeah, my sister and I, the one right under me, we would be clowns. <laughs> yeah, kind of funny. She would ride Maria a unicycle. Listen, listen. She would ride a unicycle. I would go on stilts. She would ride under me. We would juggle together, pass things back and forth. I do no way um, juggling apples, eating them. She would do like card tricks. We would do balloon animals. Yeah, kind of. Was random. it a side a side job that it you was do? like a side job? That's so funny. Maria Knuth was a clown. Yep, funny. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, literally funny. funny. Yeah, except I don't think I could have made a career of it. You know, just not like you know that naturally funny. That's so but funny though. Wow. Anyway, we I, tried. I we didn't tried. know this. None of we this tried. is scripted, so I have no idea. What yeah, she was wow. Say, but you were you were not you were Maria not prepared for that. Was were a you? Clown in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Father John Klein, who does music with us, he he's, he loves balloon animals, and he can make recreate balloon animals. So, you know, priests and consecrated. We're not actually that. We're not boring people. We have a life. We had a life. We have a life. We have we have talents. In one phrase, why did you decide to become a consecrated woman? Affirm Christy. In a phrase. Uh, I mean, it's a long one phrase. Or one, I don't know, just brief. Because I felt called to give my life totally to Jesus and lend myself with him to save the world. Wow. In phrase. I just have been always so moved by the mission of Jesus to bring people to heaven. Mm -hmm. So always my call and my vocation is like this, it's like this intertwining of this passion for Jesus himself, like the person of Jesus and being able to partner with him and collaborate with him in the mission. Okay. Wow. That's, that's, that's wonderful. And if you were to tell, there's a follow-up question. If, if there was a young woman out there who would be, you know, you think, or they asked you like, Hey, should I become, or should I consider this? And to kind of feel a little tug, like what would you say? Or what, what things would you recommend to someone that would be probably thinking about whatever life of consecration to the Lord? I think no matter what vocation you have, you have a vocation. Life is a vocation. So every young person should be asking themselves, what is Jesus calling me to? And I would say most 
importantly, build your friendship with Jesus. Build your friendship with Jesus. Because if you build that relationship with him, that listening to him, that response to him, that trusting in him, I mean, whatever vocation you have just kind of flows because it's always just a response to his invitation, to his love, to his call. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, now y'all can listen to that and share this. I think we all share the same thing. Probably would have said a very similar thing, but it's true. It's an I just, I just love Jesus a lot. Yeah. There you go. He loves me a lot, which I think is even more impressive, actually. Yeah. That is my, I wrote that in my, I remember writing it in my journal and sharing it with my family when I was like in my first year. I go, because they asked me like, well, so why are you doing this? I go, because I, because Jesus loved me so much that I want to just give that love 100% to everybody. Freely. That's yeah. awesome. He's my, he's my passion. He is your passion. Was that you who said that at one point? Or someone, I don't know. Someone, I just say he is. Jesus is my he passion. Is, Jesus is my passion. And pretty much leads you to do crazy things. When you're passionate about something or someone, you pretty much do anything. Do crazy so things. You yeah. do crazy things. Yeah. If Christ is your passion, who leads you to do crazy things? If your life were a song. This might be hard, but if your life were a song. That this the, girl is on fire. <laughs> Spontaneous, right? That's my question. That's what you're going for? That's what you're going for? Yeah. Awesome. That's how to describe it. Alicia Keys, right? Alicia Keys. There you go. Uh, Shout out. You have inspired Maria. You've you've described uh, her life. Probably, maybe it's, maybe the chorus. I don't know. I don't even know how the verses go. I don't either. I just, that concept, you know. Mm -hmm. That's, that's cool. Maria's passionate individual, so. (laughs) <laughs> sometimes too much I'm just kidding um, what has been your most powerful experience of 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 youth work and maybe in particular like anyone um, in their journey with Jesus Christ and you kind of being the person accompanying or even just observing how that went for that person that's a hard question especially because there's so many kids so like all these memories just kind of go you know, I knew it. Loaded, <laughs> yeah, or just one, or or, or I think, even even I think your it's own. More, even I think I would say even more. It's like what moves me so much is when I can be like part of the story of somebody else encountering Jesus, mm-hmm. and it doesn't get old for me when you know you just killed yourself for a summer camp, pretty much, and you're exhausted. And, crazy drama and all that and then you have a girl basically tell you in her you know teenage words that she had a great conversation with jesus that jesus spoke to her that um she was moved by that or you know girls that i've known since they were little and accompanying them through now they're young professionals or Mm. they're married and they're already moms you know so i've walked with them for lots of years and you just see a beautiful relationship they have with Jesus. And I get to stand back and kind of witness that. Mm. I just don't think there's anything more beautiful than someone who, who is a friend of Jesus and says yes to Jesus. So I think, yeah, getting to be part of that. Pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's motivating, right? When you, it's like seeing the fruits of your, of your consecration. Yeah. And it's just, you know, Someone can love Jesus a little more. Yeah. The more we can do that, the better. Right. Mm -hmm. So 
That's wonderful. Well, thanks for thanks for that. It's a wonderful note to end on. Well, thanks for thanks for this little Q and A, Father. Yeah, it's just one of many awesome people that are serving the Lord. You know, we've tons of priests and and consecrated women and men around the world. Um, and there's four four consecrated women here in Louisiana, and then there's seven legionaries here. So we're really trying to serve our our local church, uh, the state of Louisiana, and also Reverend Christie in a very special way, ECYD, um, by doing exactly that, um, helping people discover the love of Jesus Christ with with every creative juice we have in our brain, uh, every ounce of our our lives. I love saying that we who have consecrated our lives completely to to this mission to Christ. We are, we are called, and I think we are, the more we try, we are overflowing chalices of his love. And we're called to be those vessels that overflow and whatever else trickles down, you know, it flows into the hearts of other people who also eventually become overflowing chalices of that love. And But we have a privileged place, um, very humbling, but that's our life 24-7 till the day we die and probably even after that. So sorry, I got to repeat. To infinity and beyond. Thanks, Buzz. <laughs> if maria were a pixar character oh no we're not going down there she be <laughs> she'd be like rex from <laughs> toy story or bo peep no probably not mm, i'm not feeling the bo peep she'd be zerg she'd be... <laughs> anyway sorry kind of got sidetracked with infinity and beyond but anyway well, eternity thank you. and beyond well thanks maria thank you Father i appreciate Jaime. your time i appreciate, appreciate who you are Appreciate you too. And uh, onward to infinity and beyond. Amen.